As we continue to work our way back to normal, the Cezanne Art Gallery has finally opened this year with its new show, Just Futures. This show centers on the theme of Afrofuturism and tackles topics like police brutality and oppression. Here to talk more about the exhibition with me is Professor T.J. Demos. Here with Slugcast, this is Jenna Hartz. My name's T.J. Demos, he, him, and I'm a professor in the History of Art and Visual Culture Department at UC Santa Cruz. With the Cezanne Gallery, what exactly is your role within that gallery and also within the new uh, exhibition? I'm a guest curator, so I don't have any permanent role in the gallery other than a, uh, an institutional connection with my department. And um, I'm the guest curator of the current exhibition, Just Futures, Black Quantum Futurism, Arthur Jaffa and Martin Sims, which runs through uh, March 19th. Great, thank you for that. Um, how would you personally, so, you know, we have this theme of, of Just Futures. How exactly would you describe what that means? Uh, just Futures is part of a Mellon-funded research project uh, that's been going on for the last couple of years that I've been directing. And it's about investigating different ways of conceiving of the future different from the catastrophic present and, and past. So if we're dealing with, broadly speaking, um, a historical situation that uh, inflects our present in terms of the domination of racial and colonial capitalism, how can we think beyond that? How can we think beyond climate breakdown, the catastrophes associated with environmental collapse, with racial injustice, with police brutality, with capitalist inequality, with all the kinds of different forms of oppressions and violences that we confront, some of us more than others on a daily basis. How can we imagine different kinds of worlds to come based upon forms of emancipation or justice, which means fundamentally equality and, and inclusion and um, a kind of existence beyond the conditions of uh, ultimately racialization, colonialism and capitalism. Great, thank you. And do those kind of ideals and this uh, kind of theme that you've given me, how does that play into the Black quantum futurism? I noticed that scope of words used several times within the uh, gallery homepage. I was kind of wondering if you could define that for me. Well, they're a collective, uh, an African-American collective based in Philadelphia. Uh, and they have, uh, their name is Black Quantum Futurism. And they're dedicated to thinking about futurity, uh, worlds to come that embrace Afro-diasporic uh, systems of knowledge and experience. And that also includes um, scientific and technological approaches that would fall under the term quantum theory or quantum field theory, quantum mechanics. So different ways of conceiving temporality. Really, they're a collective uh, that is audio-visual, uh, including Rashida Phillips, who works as actually a housing justice lawyer, in addition to being an artist, as well as Kame Ayewa, who's otherwise known as More Mother, the experimental African-American musician. Um, so they, they think a lot, though, even though they, they do all this kind of mixed media work about temporality and how time itself has been used as a weapon uh, against Blackness and Black people historically and into the present. You know, if you think about stereotypes of Blackness uh, that are very negative in terms of uh, indolence or criminality, these have uh, temporal qualities attached to them. So uh, Black quantum futurism is about creating and developing resources coming out of Afro-diasporic 
history and experience that attempt to imagine different, different ways of being and becoming in time, where time isn't uh, a matter of linear progressive teleology, always moving toward a goal and based on certain racialized, often racializing assumptions, but can be uh, ultimately uh, more flexible and, and emancipatory. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, kind of going back on the artists that you've mentioned and their mixed media approach to these topics, I guess I'm wondering if you could expand a little bit more on both of these artists and how they utilize their abilities to represent and explore a lot of the issues that you just brought up a minute ago. Sure, well, one of the key works in the exhibition is uh, a short video by the African-American artist and cinematographer, Arthur Jaffa, uh, which is called Love is the Message, the Message is Death. It's about seven minutes in length. And it's a powerful video, represents a kind of um, explosive edit of material coming from the black archive of popular footage of uh, police dash cam material, YouTube um, contributions, and all sorts of stuff historically and into the present that represents the diversity, even the infinity of black experience, including uh, very you know, terrifying scenes of police brutality, but also scenes of uh, redemptive, emancipatory collective actions. Um, so people like Angela Davis and Martin Luther King, um, Malcolm X, uh, Barack Obama are included in different segments of Love is the Message. It represents ultimately what uh, Arthur Jaffa calls the ab abject sublime, a piece that brings together uh, forms of uh, monstrosity and abjection and negativity as well as redemptive possibilities, hopefulness and emancipation. Another contributor is uh, the LA-based artist, Martine Sims, uh, who um, has a, a, a wall piece, a wall drawing in the show that's entitled Mundane Afrofuturist Manifesto, uh, which is really important in terms of not only signaling the rich and expansive history of Afrofuturism as itself a kind of African-American uh, cultural imaginary and politics that's um, in part musical, but not just, uh, as a really important resource for thinking about emancipatory politics today, especially within African-American uh, cultural forums, but also uh, reinventing the conditions of Afrofuturism within the present. Her manifesto was really interesting in terms of uh, thinking twice against some of the familiar tropes of Afrofuturisms of say the 60s and 70s, which frequently featured um, like black people as um, space travelers in really funky outfits and um, spaceships. If you think of Sun Ra or George Clinton um, and other musical artists, uh, you get the, a sense of the iconography. But um, Martine Sims attempts to update Afrofuturism and bring, and, and bring it back to earth by rejecting potential idea that uh, space travel is inherently emancipatory. Especially today, when we think of you know the billionaire space race, the people like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos uh, trying desperately to to colonize outer space, we know that outer space is no longer the place, as Sun Ra once said. It's it's not necessarily or inherently a space of liberation. For Martine Sims, she she argues uh, Afrofuturism is the ultimate laboratory for world building beyond uh, white uh, patriarchy and, and capitalist inequality. And I think that's so important as a way of thinking about um, just futures today. I, I really appreciate that answer and definitely going into the Afrofuturism um, and kind of 
not only what that means, but how it's represented in this gallery. Um, a little bit more of a light-ended question. Um, what would you say your favorite piece in the gallery is? Um, well, they're, they're all amazing um, and they operate in, and contribute in a different way. But I think the most powerful on a visceral level, just experientially uh, witnessing this piece is the uh, Arthur J. For Love is the Message piece. It, it will just blow you away. It's absolutely devastating and also uh, inspirational. So it's, it's just, you know, that, that term abject sublime, bringing together the, the tragic and monstrous, but also the beautiful um, and awe-inspiring. This is kind of, you know, the set of explosive combinatory emotions that he gets at in this video. It's short, it's powerful, it's shocking. Um, it's not easy to watch, uh, but it's, um, it's an incredible piece that reflects on some of the, you know, experiences that have affected us all um, over the last decade or so, in, especially in relationship to uh, these scenes of uh, police violence that have been captured on, on video from, from uh, Eric Garner to George Floyd. So it's, it's an incredibly moving piece emotionally and uh, also visually. So it's, it's really among the most powerful in the, in the exhibition. Yeah, I, I could definitely see how a piece that has such kind of conflicting emotions throughout it, you know, you have the, the devastation of the reality of police brutality mixed with the inspiration of what could be. Um, I think that definitely has a lot of potential to um, hit a lot of the people that view it. Uh, on top of, you know, that piece, why do you think that people and the UCSC community should come and see this exhibition? Um, because it's ultimately about all the stuff that most of us, if not all of us, are deeply concerned about today, which is just the conditions of catastrophe that we're all facing, the negativity, the profound forms of inequality and violence uh, that, that are definitional to our reality within contemporary, the contemporary United States. And that ultimately includes anti-blackness and uh, confrontations with white supremacy. This, this is material that directly confronts it and also doesn't simply dwell on it in a fatalistic way, uh, but importantly, attempts to think beyond it, imagine beyond it and, and consider what worlds um, of uh, liberty and freedom might exist beyond that, that are founded upon justice, uh, not just a kind of freedom that's been, that gets uh, um, articulated a lot with, in relationship to, you know, libertarian capitalist ideas of uh, being free from government regulation. Rather, this is a kind of freedom that's fundamentally based in equality and social justice, freedom for all, for everyone to realize their desires and ambitions. But it's really worth your while to see this show. Um, Arthur Jaffa's work, for instance, has been shown all over the world, highly decorated work that's been celebrated and awarded in different contexts, including at the Venice Biennale. Uh, it's an incredibly rare show to be presented at UCSC. The, the, the quality of these artists and the significance of this work, it's unlike anything else that, that you typically see at, at UCSC on campus. So I really encourage people to see it. It's worth your while and I'm sure you'll 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 feel like this is um, 
uh, an incredibly important show that resonates very much with contemporary stuff that we're all confronting and thinking about these days. Thank you for listening. For more information, visit the Cessnon Gallery webpage linked in the description. For more episodes, follow us on Instagram at UCSC Slugcast or here on Spotify.